Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're checking back in with you guys about what you think about all these San Diego Comic-Con announcements. Phase 5 and 6, man. What? What? All that right of the sad we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, how are you, my friend? I am amazing. I'm sad I haven't been around. I was on an island in the middle of the ocean when I got all of that Comic-Con stuff, and yeah. my screams rang through. The, I was <laughs> so excited. Dude, I could not believe the pictures from your vacation. <laughs> it was really beautiful. I recommend St. Croix to anybody who wants to go somewhere that just feels like it's like Jurassic Park. <laughs> it was very mountainy yeah. and gorgeous and rainforest. And yeah, it was beautiful. I immediately looked up flights to St. Croix. I was just going to come join you guys. Because <laughs> come um, on down. <laughs> yeah, the resort was nice. We were very secluded. It, it was great. Oh, man, it was it looked amazing. I really would love to go there sometime. Um, but anyway, let's talk. Uh, as you said, while you were down there, we got all this news. And Jeff's been ill, so he hasn't been able to do the cast. So we have had a lot of empty feed in the last two or three weeks. <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, what everyone else is saying about uh, these Comic-Con announcements and just sort of get into it. Um, well, first, what did you think? What, what were your thoughts? The Ashley's corner uh of it all. Oh, I'll do it quick. Um, well, my mind was blown. I was very excited to uh, kind of experience that Black Panther, uh, the Wakanda Forever trailer. Being, I wasn't ready for it, and I got very emotional, like to mm -hmm. a point where I wasn't expecting to do it. The second they came in with the Bob Marley song, yeah. I just was like, oh, God. Yeah. And I can't wait. It, it's one of the best trailers I think I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. It was really beautiful. It doesn't give too much away. You know, I just thought it was the the Atlanteans look great. I think that's mm -hmm. what you call them. It's been a long time since we've talked about Namor. <laughs> I just can't wait. <laughs> um, but then the rest of the stuff, like obviously, I'm extremely excited for Ag the Agatha Harkness show, Coven yeah. of Chaos. Yes. yes. What do you think of the name change? I'm. Ha I like it. It yeah. sounds. It kind of reminds me of Multiverse of Madness. So it's got this Coven of Chaos, mm -hmm. and I like it. I hope it's a little hint about what we're getting in the show. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you can't have a coven without more witches. Exactly. Right? So are they all going to like come for Wanda, but they can't because what, like what's, what, what's going to happen here? Or maybe we're finally going to get Mephisto. I don't know. I don't want to upset people again by making them hopeful, but they're conjuring something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get into the dark part of the universe without getting to Mephisto very quickly. <laughs> 30 seconds on House of, House of Chaos. It's like about time, right? It's about time. <laughs> you gave us, you know, John Krasinski as uh, Mr. Fantastic. Can you please just give us a Mephisto now? We're ready. Maybe, maybe they're waiting on the uh, audience to congeal around a uh, fan casting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're like, well, they're saying so much about John Krasinski. Let's just do it. Like, we just all got to pick one. We got to pick one really good Mephisto and like force and it down their throat. Stick with it. Oh, it's a hard choice. Because all I keep saying is Bruce Campbell. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. Oh, man. Yeah, that would. I mean, if it was going to happen, it would have happened in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. For sure. Um. I'm most excited about the Daredevil stuff. The fact that we're getting an 18 episode series. I don't think it's going to be 18 in a row. I just can't imagine that they're going to do that. Because I, I same, love yeah. the, the Netflix ones. But when you would start to get to around like 9 or 10, you're like, oh my goodness, there's a lot of show here. 
Mm -hmm. Because we just don't have long seasons like that anymore. Right. Well, part of that, though, is the fact that they would drop them all at once. So by Mm -hmm. nine or 10, you're getting a little fatigued, especially what we were doing. We were were trying to cover it, Uh, uh, which that was uh, that was one of the first things you did. You did one of the shows with us, didn't you? One of the the defenders. We did an all day thing for Umbrella Academy. That's that's what I'm thinking. Like that that sort of all day casting adventure that we used to do for. I'm just very excited that. Honestly, as much as I love the Netflix stuff, I'm really excited for the week-to-week model with Daredevil. Because yes. we never got a chance to all experience those Daredevil shows together as a group. And that is, it's the best stuff. I, I still maintain it's the best TV shows they've made. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're getting dang close with things like um, like Loki for me and WandaVision. And for like me, they're yeah. getting dang close with all these things. But... I still think it's the best stuff they've made. Like even better, even Loki's my favorite, and I still think Daredevil's better. I um, agree. So seeing that and getting to experience it with the, the all all the pandas out there and getting to talk about it week to week, like can you believe this thing happened and all be in the same place? Like I am, I'm getting like chills thinking about the excitement of that. And he's popping up everywhere. Like the She Hulk trailer looks cute. You know, it looks yeah. like it's going to be yeah. a fun show. But my excitement level when I saw Daredevil, and I know everyone's mm-hmm. like, maybe it's Deadpool. Just chill. Let it be Daredevil. Can we all, we've been waiting very patiently as Daredevil fans for them to bring Charlie Cox back. And now he's here. Can Let us just have it for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> before I, it's Deadpool. What I said on our cast, I don't know why they don't, if it's, if it's Daredevil, I don't know why his face isn't shown in that shot. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you get to his face? Because that that camera angle is clearly like spinning around to Charlie Cox's face. Maybe it's for people who haven't watched the next Netflix shows. There's probably a whole bunch of people who haven't. So it's kind of like, a, you know, you see the outfit and the stick and you know that that's Daredevil. Right. Yeah. I mean, but it's it wouldn't undo that to show the face. You know what I mean? Like if it came around and landed on his face, it wouldn't undo that. What I... What I th- what I what I said is it's possible. I don't think if we see that in the trailer, I think it's absolutely true that uh, Matt Murdock is showing up in the show. Mm-hmm. But it made me wonder if that, like that actual shot, will be Matt Murdock. Like, uh, mm. and, and and Haley made a great point that like, well, that would maybe too similar to the show, the other show, the the season three of Daredevil where they did Bounce Devil. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I still think there's just like. If it's if if that shot is Charlie Cox, I don't know why they didn't show the face. Like it right. just doesn't make sense. Like it, the hype would be amazing if we saw Charlie Cox's face on screen before She Hulk happened. Maybe they're trying to like build it up again. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. as long as he's in it, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they if they if they show that shot that they showed in the trailer and they don't bring Charlie Cox into the show, we are all going to riot. Like, it's yeah. just not going to work I'll for us. Burn you down. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then he's going to be an Echo, so that's going to be fun. Yeah. And Echo and Loki come out with the same, around the same time in the summer, I think. Wow. Let's see what, uh, Yeah, summer 2023. And then it's just nonstop. I can't wait for Ant-Man. I'm excited to see uh, Jonathan Majors as Kang. Every time I see him, I'm more excited. Yeah. Me too. And hearing him like doing some interviews and talking about all these things that are like coming, I'm just like, oh man, uh. he is he is such perfect casting for that, and I just can't wait. And and you you mentioned nonstop, but like speaking of nonstop, She Hulk is this month, August seventeenth, which we didn't know prior. So like we're gonna get Daredevil on screen in the next like two months on a TV show where we get some time. <laughs> Very excited. 
they have to make it all start to make sense. Because I saw they were doing that animated Spider-Man show, but then they said that Matt Murdock was going to be in that. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Or Daredevil was going to be in it. I mean, I guess it could make sense. Like, there's a world where in between the seasons of Daredevil, he could have bumped into a young Peter Parker, like wearing mm-hmm. that stupid, uh, you know, sweater suit or whatever. Yeah. But the thing, the thing that doesn't make any sense with the freshman year show is they also showed him, and this is just like a marketing thing for selling toys, I have no doubt, but they showed um, that in the animated show, which is called freshman year, so it has to happen before he meets Tony Stark, um, he's wearing all, there's like 10 different suits. He was wearing like a stealth suit and a this suit and a that suit. <laughs> it's like, that's not, that can't be freshman year if it's in this timeline. So I'm starting yeah. to wonder if that show is not going to be in the MCU. Hmm. Okay. That would make sense. That would make a little bit more sense. But we got to stop branching out. I'm ready for everything to start coming together. <laughs> you know, like I'm yeah. excited for two Avengers movies back to back in 2025. But mm-hmm. so it's all, it's all going somewhere. It's exciting. Yeah, it is. And we just never, I mean, like, at the end of Avengers 1, when when Thanos turns to the camera, that is them calling their shots. But that's like the first time we knew that that's where all this was going. You know what I mean? Right. And it took a while. And it took a really long time. And it's kind of right now, we're getting that same sort of thing. It's right at the end of phase four. Which we didn't know we were even in a phase. Like prior to this, they talked about how like some people called it phase four, but other people have said that it wasn't a phase and stuff like that. So like they're they're embracing the phases, which I love. I love the idea that like eventually we'll get to like phase twenty one and we'll be able to look at <laughs> look back at these sort of like oh that was the multiverse phase and this was the, the that was the civil yeah. war phase and that was the you know like whatever. <laughs> and I'm gonna be rolling my or floating my wheelchair into the uh, movie theater. <laughs> So when they come out with floating wheelchairs, do you think that it will be, and how long do you think it will be before they come out with a, like, X-Men specific yellow wheelchair that floats? I don't know. We should just send it to Elon Musk and be like, do it. (laughs) Just for fun. (laughs) I think it might encourage people not to walk as much. I mean, like, people who walk might be in... uh, (laughs) Yellow wheelchair. There would be quite a big demand. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the other thing was that the uh, Marvel Zombies is going to be Mature Adult, which is a little fun. Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I mean, the fact that they're even just doing a Mature Adult show on uh, Disney Plus is huge. I I heard a rumor. I don't think this is at all confirmed. I've just seen it going around. And so it's probably one of those like false things, but that they might be bringing it back to the Punisher show and making it mature. I saw that too. And I hope so. More John Barenthal. Yeah. You know, we talk about these rumors from time to time. Like it's not confirmed. Could absolutely just be some clickbait site, but, uh, uh, I I saw it on a meme, so I don't even know where, where (laughs) the information comes from these days. You get these memes passed around the internet with no, like, no qualifications or sources. Just like, okay, maybe, maybe. Yeah, sure. Why not? Somebody Let's in the world thinks that. I, I mean, I want it. <laughs> I want it. That's up there for me with Daredevil and Punisher and Loki. And I love them together. So it's like, mm-hmm. I want it to be like Buffy and Angel, how they used to cross over every once in a while. And then this, yes. you're in this show and you're in that show. Like, I need that to start happening with the shows. Yes, absolutely. Buffy and Angel is a perfect model for that because... They didn't do it much. It's not like Mm -mm. Buffy and Angel did it even every season, but it'd just be little things like um, 
spoiler alert for Buffy, I guess, uh, when she sacrifices herself in one season, then you see like Willow show up on Angel's doorstep to let him know it happened and like things like that. It's just like that, these back and forth things that like just make the shows feel connected. Um, and we get that a little bit so far, but it just has felt a lot more disparate, partially because we got such a big universe, you know? Yeah. It's not just two shows, it's 20 sh- freaking it's shows. Getting up there. I really can't believe how many shows this is. It's actually actually kind of overwhelming me right now thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, that's because if you look at how much content was made between when it started to the end of uh, the Infinity Saga and then how much started and is now, it's like double, double yeah. the amount of stuff. Yeah, yeah. When we started this podcast, we started it partially because we realized, it, it, when I first had the idea for this podcast was when they started Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because I was like, oh, you know what? I'd love to talk about Marvel stuff every week, but there's just not enough content. There's only like two movies a year at the most. Mm-hmm. And then when they started Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I was like, you know, a podcast is feasible. Like, there's enough episodes to cover. And that was just one show. And now it's just... I remember when they dropped all the Daredevil information, and I was just like, what are we going to do? <laughs> I know. And then there's Luke Cage and Jessica, and everybody mm-hmm. got seasons. And then we had Defenders. And, yeah. you know, so, you know... it was. That stuff, I love. I love team ups. We know this. I absolutely love it. And I really love the newer stuff is just so much more exciting to me because they're doing it weekly and because we can all have this experience together and because it seems like they're coordinating it. They did a good job of coordinating phase four. I think they are going to do a better job of coordinating phase five because it's a learning experience for everybody, Mm -hmm. I think. And they had all the COVID stuff and things had to get changed. And I don't see that happening, you know, moving forward. I think, you know, that they have us order that we're supposed to see it all in yeah and even if like covid flares up they're now now everyone kind of understands it and has protocols in place and you just go to a different kind of filming you don't like generally scrap the show or move the show yeah. back a year like happened with this this phase um okay well let's, let's get into the, the 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 feedback here let's see first up uh we have sarah west on gmail says greetings ashley and others <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is my first time sending in any thoughts, but I've been listening to you since WandaVision. My friends and I started taking bets based on who could figure out what was going on best, and we allowed ourselves one outside resource. You were mine. Oh, uh, nice. you won me a lot of money. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, we will take our cut at uh, just send mcucast at gmail.com on PayPal. Uh, <laughs> But you also uh, lost me a lot of Mephi- at, on Mephisto Gate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you chose to go down that road. Matt will say hey, he was not on our, our wagon. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I was on a different wagon. I was pulling the reins elsewhere. Um, I kind of feel like you owe me a taco for that. Um, <laughs> she says, thank you so much for creating an awesome cast that I eagerly look forward to and community that I can rest my nerdy little heart in. Onward, and I finished listening to the cast on news from SDCC. When you got to the She-Hulk trailer and lingered at the supposed appearance of Daredevil, I had to finally break my silence and write in. I know (laughs) Matt, and he suspected that... We just talked about this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's funny. (laughs) I know Matt said he suspected that because they cut away from Daredevil's face, the character might not be Daredevil. So I have to ask, do you think there's a possibility it might be Deadpool? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's so funny. We did just talk about this. Uh, we know that Deadpool is coming to the MCU, and the creators, I believe, have expressed an interest in having his movie in the same style they were in, in the, before Disney acquired him. In the She-Hulk trailer, the way that She-Hulk breaks the fourth wall and interacts with the audience reminded me a lot of the Deadpool movies. If they were looking for a way to introduce him, uh, then that might be a great way to bring him into the MCU. And as for him wearing the Daredevil costume, well, how many Funkos <laughs> do we have of Deadpool dressed as other people? Just a thought. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Uh, thank you so much for all you do and all the times you've kept me company. Keep up the good work. Peace to you, Sarah West. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so <laughs> Thanks, much. Sarah. And I'm glad we could win you some money and we, we'll get you a taco anytime. Uh, yeah. We'll I didn't realize. Up. It's so funny that sometimes we have the that ability to like look into the future and know exactly what the next <laughs> post is going to be because it's so yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, super good. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we get things right, and sometimes we talk about Mephisto. Um, <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> but I think instead of a taco, it, based on her uh, feedback, we should get her a chimichunga. Yeah. Because <laughs> Deadpool, you know, that's a good idea. I, I, I have a feeling if it's someone else in the Deadpool, in, <laughs> in the Daredevil costume. It is more likely someone that's just pretending to be Daredevil for some reason. Like, here was my theory on the cast, and I, I know uh, I've, I've already said it on the cast, but uh, is that, like, maybe it's not Daredevil, maybe it's someone else pretending to be Daredevil and, and doing some sort of crime, and then Matt Murdock has to sweep in and be like, somehow prove he's not Daredevil without revealing that he's Daredevil. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, that's kind of where my mind went. I have a feeling it's just going to be someone random, but I'd love it if it Deadpool showed up. Well, he hasn't been in his costume yet for people who haven't watched Daredevil to know that that's Daredevil. That's the only reason. Because if they're like, oh, he's in another costume, they have to, to do something for the people and the kids and stuff ugh, who aren't watching the mature adult shows. True. I don't think She-Hulk's going to be violent. It, it, it like the I think it's gonna be a little more cartoony and fun, but it yeah. does seem like it's gonna have sexual themes. So I don't know that it's gonna be like super for kids either. I just mean not mature adult listed as it's you know Daredevil's yeah, an MA show. This is gonna be PG thirteen. Okay, I didn't realize it was MA. But a lot of you know people who are gonna watch it, I'm sure, haven't seen it yet or would have to look. I don't know. I, I would like to put money on it being Dar Matt Murdock. Yeah. That's that's a good point. I would be point. pissed if he was debuted, if his outfit was debuted in the cinematic universe, not being him. I guess that is a really good argument. I like that. That is swaying me for sure. <laughs> yeah, <That's> so <laughs> rare. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. <laughs> and then watch you be right. I'm gonna be like, I did it. <laughs> I know, right? Like, and I'm gonna be like, I never listened to her again. <laughs> <laughs> Solid advice. <laughs> But no, um, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good point. I think that like without introducing him first to us, it would make a lot of sense if Matt Murdock showed up as Daredevil. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very solid point. Uh, so as for Deadpool appearing, regardless of it's him in the suit, that's such a fun idea, especially mm -hmm. if. She's been talking to the fourth wall the whole time, which we only get a little hint of in the trailer, but apparently that's going to be a thing. Um, 
if that's happening throughout the show and then in like episode five, he shows up and is doing it as well. The interaction between them could be awesome. And yeah. I would really, really love that. So that part of the idea I freaking love. I'd like for him to show up in like Ant-Man. Oh yeah. I just want to see him and Scott and Kang, the interaction with these people and like, ugh, man, all of them need to show up with like, like Loki needs to, I need everybody together. I didn't mm-hmm. realize how much I needed that until now. <laughs> Every time you bring Kang, like I think Jonathan Majors is such a talent and like the performance, the the way he holds together that episode, episode six of Loki mm-hmm. is so compelling and amazing that it has made me like forever. Every time you, you mentioned Kang, like I was like, yeah, of course, Scott and uh, Daredevil to, or Scott, I keep saying Daredevil, Scott and Deadpool together. Uh, they shouldn't have so many D names. Goodness. <laughs> um, Scott and Deadpool together. Makes sense. They're, they're comedic. It would be wonderful. But like, then you mentioned Kang and it like takes it to a whole nother level. Cause that mm-hmm. I just think Jonathan Majors played it with such like, terrifying confidence and playfulness but mm-hmm. it also was really really funny just like the choices he's making and like the way he's <laughs> pitching his voice and it just like yeah put put and that's the thing this is the freaking kang saga like oh we're heading for the kang dynasty that's the next big avengers movie Ugh. and then secret wars i'm just like i can't and in the same year <laughs> yeah I can't. Oh, I can't either. Man, you're getting me excited, Ashley. I'm so excited. excited. I can't wait. And I saw Jonathan Majors in an interview, and they're like, the Kang Dynasty, are you excited to be starring in that? He's like, who? Who's starring in that? Did did you get information? Like, he is terrified of the Marvel, you know, snipers waiting to take him out for saying any spoilers that he won't even say he's in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Well, also, there's the, I mean, there is the possibility that Kangs can look different and variants can look different. So there is a possibility. I'd be disappointed in that though. I need it to be him. <laughs> I, I'd be disappointed. More John Majors is always good. So I'm, I'm very excited about John Majors in everything, mm-hmm. but also I, I can see, I, I've been hearing like different actors being interviewed about their Marvel properties. And it sounds like Marvel is doing a really like tight lip job, which I love because nothing's leaking. We like didn't know who was in Spider-Man until I went to the theaters. And I freaking love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. It, it may be that he's joking and he's like, I legitimately don't know for sure. Like I know what's the next two movies I'm making, but like four movies from now, I don't even know if I'm in that <laughs> yeah. yet. I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah. Like I know I am Kang currently, but the way Marvel's making everything, they can replace anyone at any time for any reason. <laughs> yeah. By the end, he was. They're like, oh yeah, they just announced it at, at Comic Con. He's like, oh, all right, all right, yeah, I'm in that. I'm in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he thought they were tricking him. That's so good. Oh, uh, that's funny. Okay, up next we got Robert Malone says, "Hey Matt, Jeff, and Ashley, I know one of the biggest complaints." with Phase 4, is that it seems to so disconnected. But I have a theory that connects everything. So my wife and I were watching DS Mom the other day, and after thinking about incursions, I came up with a theory. What if incursions are just universal pruning? Hmm. Shang-Chi killed the Dweller in Darkness, which caused the Ten Rings to send out a beacon that is calling out to someone or something. 
possible timeline branch? The Eternals killed a Celestial, which prevents the birth of a new universe. Possible timeline branch? Wait, did the Celestials coming out create universe? Sorry. I think so. I, didn't, I only saw that movie once for I don't think reasons. it... Uh, uh, just, just to clarify, I don't think, I think the idea is the Celestials are born and they go around creating the universe. I don't think a Celestial being born creates a universe, hmm. I believe. But but it's still a large action and could still create a timeline branch for sure. Nobody's talking about that either, that there's just a face and a hand hanging out of the earth. I saw a meme going, or it was either a meme or a post on Stranded Panda Chat. Stranded Panda Chat on Facebook, look it up, it's fun. Um <laughs> Where it was just like, I've seen three Marvel properties now that occur after <laughs> Eternals, and no one's mentioned the like huge being reaching out of the planet. Yeah. Dang, has it been three? Wow. Yeah. Three proper. Oh, no. I, mean, I think they may have said three movies, actually, mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about it, because that makes sense. It's crazy. Um, okay, he continues. Doctor Strange caused multiple rips in the multiverse in Spider-Man No Way Home, which brought multiple people into our universe. Uh, multiple possible timeline branches. In Doctor Strange Mom, Doctor Strange traveled across the multiple universes. He didn't close the door behind him when he took the Book of Ashanti, and it got destroyed. And he used the dark hold and got his third eye opened. Multiple possible timeline branches. In Thor Love and Thunder, uh, Thor stole Zeus's Thunderbolt, which seems to be on the verge of causing a war between the gods. Possible timeline branch. Um, When Sylvie killed He Who Remains, it gave rise to Kang the Conqueror. Uh, He may decide to prune whole universes that branch too far away from the flow of the timeliness that keeps him in power his universal pruning could simply be called incursions if my theory is true uh, phase four is us watching events play out that lead to our universe's incursion and that's how everything so far is connected Uh, we love you guys in every universe robert and amy (laughs) thanks robert and amy Um, i mean that's a good way to bring in the x-men yeah. I mean, clearly, after DS Mom, Incursions is somewhere we're going. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that... So, a lot of the things you're, you're naming here, Robert naming, like, th- there's definitely, like, things that could create alternate universes. But so, <laughs> as we get it described in Loki, so are, like, just getting to work late, apparently. So, like, <laughs> yeah. like basically what you're describing in this is big, big decisions that could could alter the reality greatly if they didn't happen. So yes, any of these could create alternate universe. And based on the many worlds theory or infinite worlds theory, they do like every one of these is a thing that could either happen or not happen. And there are multiple universes being created. Um, But whether that, and and yes, now that there's no he who remains, I think it's the opposite of what you're saying. Kind of Robert and Amy, because like the pruning was happening back when he who remains was in charge. (laughs) Now that pruning is not happening, that it, it, think of it like lanes of traffic, right? Like now that now that no one's pruning all these extra lanes of traffic, they're like leaving and they're splitting off into all these different places. We saw it at the end of Loki. <laughs> now they have the opportunity to incur on each other. They have the in- opportunity for those those worlds to crash into one another because prior to Loki, 
he was keeping it tight and there was never an opportunity for incursions. But mm. now that the pruning process isn't happening anymore, the, the, the incursions can happen, I think is how it works. I, but because an incursion only happens when two universes collide, supposedly. Um, and if, when he who remains was in charge before Sylvie did her thing with the blade, there there were no universes to collide because he was just keeping it this nice little tiny ring of power. Ooh, so do you think it might be possible that Doctor Strange didn't cause the insurgence in DS Mom? That Sylvie kill, killing Kang is actually what caused the the insurgence incursion. So they're they're, they're both they're both necessary. It's it's as if like Sylvie stabbing him uh him who remains <laughs> hims uh sylvie stabbing um the beautiful jonathan majors that made it possible for there to be multiversal travel like prior to that moment multiversal travel just did not exist in the mcu mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. um now there's there are flaws with that and there's it's impossible to rationally think about because we're talking about an event that happened outside of our time so as soon as it happened all of this was possible but as soon as it happened it didn't happen on our timeline it happened outside of our timeline so it's just a wild thing like like the idea of dreams that they say mention this that dreams are you thinking about your other universe does that mean dreams didn't exist before Sylvie did her like in the universe no. where there's a single ring going around. Do are there no dreams? No. I, I bet we could find an example in the MCU where they mention dreams. You know, hmm. yeah. Uh. Iron Man wakes up from a dream. You know, so like that's that's like a flaw in that idea. But I think that's what they're going for. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I guess there would still be other universes. We just didn't couldn't get to them. You know, until that time. So you would still have dreams because there are technically other multiverses out there. You just couldn't have access to them until what happened. That is possible. It is possible. We've talked about that before that, like, it is possible that the ring, the the way that He Who Remains describes it is that he, like, conquered all the other universes and made it one universe. And that's the one he kept pruning. And that's the one he kept, like, his beautiful little bonsai universe. (laughs) But... It's possible that that ring was just separated from the rest of the universes. If that, Maybe. yeah, like, it's like, a halo. like he, he quarantined it off. And so these other <sighs> universes that are out in the multiverse are not colliding with his little perfect little world he's created. And maybe yeah. out in those other universes, Kang doesn't even exist, or like then he never went to war with them because no one ever figured out how to cross over like he did in his universe. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's a good point. It's very, it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. Um, Okay. Tavares Davis on Gmail says, "Uh, what's up, pandamaniacs? Like that. (laughs) I haven't written in since Doctor Strange Mom, but after this past weekend, I just had to write in. My mom and I saw Thor Love and Thunder. It was my second time. We absolutely loved the movie. Uh, the laugh I got when I found my mom looking up Natalie Portman's workout <laughs> 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 was a moment I won't soon forget. 
I thought that would be all the excitement for the day, but Kevin Feige had other plans. The timeline from San Diego Comic-Con is permanently engraved in my mind from the Thunderbolts, Daredevil 18 freaking episodes, and a fourth Captain America in Phase 5. Uh, to back-to-back Avengers films in 2025. To cap off Phase 6, oh, and did I mention that the Fantastic Four kick off Phase 6? That was the last thing I wanted to talk about. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Holy smokes! It's like knowing what you are getting for Christmas, but you can't open it. (laughs) I'm sure someone (laughs) else has mentioned this already, but for this to be the first phase without an Avengers film, they did a pretty damn good job. I'm curious to know which movies you all are most excited for. I can't decide. Uh, I can do this all day. (laughs) Uh, Love you guys, 3000. Uh, Your Mississippi brethren, Tavares. Which movies we're most excited for? Well, the Fantastic Four thing is very exciting because that means they've probably already casted and picked people, but they put a date on it, so they're moving forward with it. And and I honestly think it will be the most scrutinized, put under a microscope movie of any of the MCU movies because of how it has not been done well. And it's almost like maybe it can't be done. So yeah, they're, they're like going to have a lot on their shoulders. It? Well, and, and a lot of the problems that we've seen with prior Fantastic Four movies are pretty clear what the problem was, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, uh, part of it is not making it about family. You know what I mean? Like those, mm-hmm. those, those books are about family and they're yeah. also about like body horror. They're about <laughs> like we're monsters, but what we have is we're, we have each other. We're yeah. freaks, but we have each other. And then, and we, 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 we love and have had each other forever, but we're all freaks and we, we band together and we're going to try to do the best thing for the world. Uh, and also like, you know, I don't know. There's so much to it, but like, you know, all of those characters, they, they've kind of taken the heart out of those characters and a lot of the forms they've done so far. And I think if, if anything, MCU is good at, leaving the heart intact of these characters. Yeah. Even if they make changes. Now I want David Cronenberg to direct it. She said body horror. I think it'd be great. Yeah. No, I would absolutely take, I don't know if that's the version I want, but like I would take (laughs) like a multiversal version of, of that for sure. I don't think anyone would, uh, a small handful of us would be able to handle that. (laughs) (laughs) And I would totally understand people getting upset. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the ideas of what's going on in those movies. I mean, being invisible can be terrifying. Lighting yourself on fire, how terrifying can that be if you don't <laughs> understand it? As, uh, you know, the, the, the implications that you could do. Becoming rocks. I mean, that, that's always been that Ben Grimm. Yeah, Ben Grimm has always been like a character with a lot of pathos because you look at him and you're like, oh, that's, that's tough, buddy. That sucks. I, I think the 90s version did a pretty good job of making me really feel for Ben Grimm. Yeah. Um, uh, the other ones, not so much. Although, you know, Chris Evans as Johnny Storm, that's pretty fun. It was great. What if, they, was, brought, what if they brought him in for the multiverse? They brought Chris Evans funny. back. I would be I so I feel like good. he, like, come on, man. Just, like, give us a little taste every once in a while. <laughs> Did you watch the Gray Man side note? No, but I Ugh. want to. I mean, I'm not going to say it's the best movie ever made or anything. Mm. It's a great action movie. It has a good story, but the candy, everybody in that movie is attractive. <laughs> My God. I'm like, Anna, whatever her name is, 
everybody. Even even Billy Bob Thornton still kind of does it for me in a weird way. That, that's on Netflix, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Daddy, Daddy Gossman against Chris <laughs> Evans' mustache. It was oh, amazing. Da- yeah. Gosling and Evans are two pretty I'm ready to men. see him come in because Daddy Goss got Ooh. big for this movie. And I'm like, okay, come on over. Ooh. Come on over and be somebody. I need me some Alex Summers. I don't know. Havoc. Give me, give me somebody cool. <laughs> Havoc. I like it. I like it. I'm trying to think who I would like to see him as because he's so freaking charming is the thing. Mm-hmm. He could maybe a, he'd be a fun Doctor Doom. He's intense. Ooh, he would be a fun Doctor Doom, but like hiding that face would be a poor decision. You can't do it. You learn your lessons. Yeah. Hmm. I need someone to be Doctor Doom who's just like a killer voice, you know? Yeah. That's why I'm sad. Adam Driver should have held out and not been Kylo Ren and waited mm. to be Doctor Doom in the MCU because now I don't think he'll ever do franchise movies again unless they throw right. a billion dollars at him. Yeah, I think he he could. I mean, I would just on on first blush. I'm like, yeah, that's a perfect Doctor Doom casting. Uh, him or Fassbender. I'm like, bring him in. <laughs> mm, yeah, but it, it could just be that we've seen it before, kind of. You know, yeah. Surely there's someone out there who would be amazing. Um, my, my mind, and it's because he's done it before as well. Uh, and he won't he won't do it either. He's already uh, Hugo Weaving uh, playing uh, Red Skull so was great. Good. But him as V and V for Vendetta, like I mm-hmm. love him as just being the voice of what's going on. You know. Hmm. Okay, uh, let's see. What did we miss here? Do we? What movie are you most excited for? I knew, I knew there was a question that we didn't answer. Uh, <laughs> sorry. We, what movie? I mean, I can't. It's hard. I got to say, and it's so exciting because it's so close. I got to say Black Panther. Same. Yeah. Same. It's hard to, to be like, oh, I want to see Avengers, you know, Secret Wars when I have no idea. I mean, I obviously want to see it, but I have no idea what it's going to be about when right. this this is... This just looks like a masterpiece. I can't wait. Yeah. We talked a little bit about it earlier, but that that trailer, I meant to say this, the combination of the Bob Marley and the Kendrick Lamar and like switching over to the, it's going to be all right. Like that, that it's, it's just I so. I get so thinking about it now. Yeah. It, I mean, it really is a trailer that is almost a music video for this mashup that they did. And it's just including these amazing, like with all the emotional weight of the loss of Chadwick Boseman and like the really just beautiful settings and characters. And yeah, it just looks uh, absolutely stunning. And what it also does with the community is like a lot of my black friends told me that they're all wearing white to mm. the movie that everybody's going to wear white when they go see the movie, uh, you know, African-Americans black, like, and I just, I, the, the way that they can take this and have it mean so much, you know, to them and go to the movies, like I can't, wait to see it and i am just happy to be a part like i love it i love what what's going on because it's yeah. going to be very emotional yeah for sure that's that's a that's a great uh I, that, that's going to be beautiful um yeah i i think that's that's the one i'm most excited for i, I, I but also quantum mania as i said over and over john mm-hmm. majors is amazing but also it just seems like such a fun thing for them to take like our, our our little Scott and int- really introduce Kang proper. Right. Uh, Kang it's the, the conqueror. It's the best person to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be super fun. And Cassie being, uh, being stature, it appears in mm-hmm. this uh, version. How about that, that recast though? Because this girl's blonde and looks younger than the girl who played Cassie when he came back from Endgame. So I guess just don't pay attention to the man behind that curtain. We're just going to oh, go you- forward with this chick. 
I guess I, I didn't think she looked younger, but I, and also didn't notice their hair color change. So I guess I'm the target audience, I guess, because I didn't really pay Maybe they'll make it brown for the movie. I haven't seen any pictures, but I know oh, that yeah. chick's a blonde. Okay. Yeah. I I, uh, I I just literally didn't remember. I guess I thought she was a blonde. And was she a brunette? Uh, Cassie so, yeah, the she always had the, the little girl had the brown hair. But uh, yeah, it's really excited about those. And I said for Black Panther, I said for Quantumania. But like, I'm also really excited about the end of Phase 5, too. Like mm-hmm. Avengers movies. No, I'm talking about 5. The, the, there's Captain America and then Thunderbolts. Oh. Which to me seems really interesting because I think that's going to be the culmination of this Val storyline we've been seeing. So we're just finally getting this picture of what's going on. But anyway, it, I, my answer is Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to, like, a Secret Wars as long as everyone's in it. I'm talking Doctor Strange. I want Wanda back. I want everybody. I want Thor. Because there's yeah. no, where's Thor and Doctor Strange aren't in phase five then? Mm, that's true. Unless they, you know, there's, I'm, sh- I'm sure they have the chance to show up uh, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see Thor showing up in Loki or. Mm-hmm. I would um, love that. Some version. I see them taking Doctor Strange off the board for a little while just because he's so powerful. Yeah. That it's a lot easier for things to happen when you can't just go ask the wizard to do a spell. <laughs> right. But like, who is. What is going on, Ashley? What is going on? Because we have. We have. You looked at me so funny. Like, what do you mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, there's so much still like so many questions about where this is all going. Like we just talked about like the Thunderbolts and stuff is happening and, and, uh, Shang-Chi's bands are calling someone and the Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel just swap places. Galactus. And, uh, hundred <laughs> percent. That's where we're going. <laughs> okay. All right. I, 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 interesting. Interesting. Bringing in the fantastic four like that. There's just like, uh, we just had such a big multiverse, like not multiversal, like Thanos was big. Galactus yeah. is much bigger. <laughs> He, he is bigger, for sure. Hmm. Okay. I don't know, though. Uh, last one we're going to read here today. We'll, we'll get some more feedback in the next couple weeks. So if you guys have anything you want to say about this coming Phase 5 and 6, we'll probably do another episode next week, because there's just so much to talk about. Um, and we'll kind of let you guys lead the conversation. Uh, but last one, we have Denver Nasworth says, I'm geeked. This was crazy. <laughs> Captain America New World Order. Daredevil Born Again. Thunderbolts. Avengers. Kang Dynasty. And Secret Wars. I'm obviously most excited for Secret Wars, just because the possibilities are endless. Like, maybe in one universe, all the Avengers are food, and have to fight Iron Zony Man and Captain Crunch America. Okay. (laughs) Hire me, Disney. I got even more ideas. That one's free. (laughs) I love y'all 3000 in a platonic way, unless... (laughs) Winky face. <laughs> I am Iron Manzoni uh, man. <laughs> Iron Zoni man, sorry. That was special. That was special. <laughs> that was really wonderful. I like Captain Crunch America. That's pretty good. Thank you, Denver. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that, that guys, it's been a blast talking to y'all again today. Finally, finally back in the back in the habit, as it were, like Sister Act Two. Right? Sure. Oh, <laughs> shit. I get it now. I forgot that that's what it was called back in the habit, like a nun's yeah, habit. Like um, a nun's habit. I've just been rejecting religion recently. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> been, been years for me. I've been doing that. Uh, yeah. By the way, 
Your yellow shirt. I know they're not doing video today, but your yellow shirt, it's giving me uh, Jessica Jones vibes. Oh, good. Doesn't she Starting have like, a yellow to... shirt she wears at some point? That mm-hmm. I'm, like, I think my brain is connected. I kept looking over at the Zoom window and being like, you look like Jessica Jones today. I've been transitioning into brown hair. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. I have been shaving my beard and it just looks terrible because I, <laughs> I let my beard grow out for like... Two months because I was I was away from Dallas, so Alyssa doesn't care, and and I, I like let my beard just grow and grow and grow, and it got really long. It looked really fun, and then I decided to trim it because I was coming to Dallas, and it looks terrible. I was like, "What did I do?" Somehow I like got it all uneven while it was long. Like it being long covered many flaws, I guess, and I just like <laughs> it looked fine. And now I'd like I think I might have to go down to zero and start over. Alyssa won't like that though. It was like. <laughs> You did it because she didn't like it the other way. It's like, you can't have it both ways, babe. I know. I know. Okay. (laughs) Well, thanks, guys, for joining us. We'll be back soon. Uh, Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts. And now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.